You're listening to the Brand Ambition Podcast. Here he is, the owner of Asai TV, lead singer of the One-Eyed Buffalo, former pro wrestler, former army soldier, published author, cat lover, host of Go There, Eat That, Super Proud Dad, and all that, Brandon Bishop. Good day, everybody. And by good day, I mean... Yep, you're getting grouchy, Brandon. He's here. I've been I've been so positive lately. Hang on, let me get a sip of coffee here. Mm. Vanilla Caramel Cream. It's the uh, Green Mountain brand. Good stuff, man. Good stuff. So I'm recording this now. And I'm going to go on Facebook Live here in a second just to um, accentuate the experience for everybody. So they can ask me direct questions and partake. But it's the 4th of July right now, live as I'm doing this. So in the background, you're going to hear popping and booming and banging and popping and exploding. And then you're going to hear shitty, shitty bass music in the background because nobody gives a crap because it's Sunday and tomorrow's Monday. and Nobody has to work tomorrow and... I am in a residential area, by the way, and I'm going to bitch about this. But before I bitch about this, let's go on to Facebook Live. Let's see. Clicking away. All right. Now we are also on Facebook Live as well as recording this for the Brandon Bishop podcast. And I am Brandon Bishop. So up and I'm trying to reconnect and I'm trying to reconnect and. Some, oh, there's some fireworks in the background, and now I'm going to have technical issues. and Oh, yeah, all kinds of fun stuff. I am grouchy, grouchy. What do you mean I have low connection? It makes no sense. The router's, like, right behind the phone. It makes all the sense in the world, doesn't it? Let me try this again. This is fun. This is a good start. I'm not going to edit any, any of this shit out, either. I'm just going to leave it all in. And I'm going to delete that first attempt. Why am I not getting a good internet signal when it's right? It's literally four inches away from my router. Is it because one of these massive Mac computers are in the way or something? I I don't get it. Now I got to redo the title and do all this happy horse shit. Uh, Brandon Bishop podcast. Uh, I spelled that wrong. I spelled Pot vast. That makes all the sense in the world. Live recording. Partake. If you dislike fireworks and drunk people. <laughs> I know you, uh, you're listening to this on like uh, Apple Music or something or however you listen to this and you're like, dude, come on, man, get in with it. And I have a like a big list of stuff to get into today, like an incredibly loud, large list. It's, yeah, a lot of questions, too. I actually got like nine questions to like that didn't suck or I haven't heard 15 times. I'm trying to do these podcasts like every three or four weeks. I'm not... I'm not that guy. I'm not making money off of this. So whenever I need a release, like today on the 4th of July, ah, 
I just need a distraction. I need an outtake. I need to make the banging and the shittiness of everybody around me a gimmick. And I'll play off of it, and I can vent on it, because it's going to be nonstop tonight. So let me get in on that for a second. Uh, let's chat. I haven't even done this yet. and I don't even know if this is going to work. Let's see. Done. Put it in its little stand. There we go. And voila. Let's see if it works this time. The little green. Nope. Trying to connect. What is going on now? This is just garbage. It just keeps flashing back and forth, trying to connect, trying to connect, trying to connect. Uh, what is the freaking deal, man? Maybe if I move it over here. Now I'm getting text messages, and here we go. Okay, wait, it's recording. Well, maybe that did no, no, I don't know. My stand's not over there. <laughs> this is a fucking nightmare. Jesus Christ, here we go. All right, I have... Internet, it keeps flashing back between local connection and or low connection. It, it makes no fucking sense. It's a goddamn router's right there. I got Xfinity. I mean, it works for everything else, kind of. This makes no goddamn sense. I don't know what to do. I was going to have some fun with some friends on here, ask some questions, answer some questions, but it's not going to let me. It keeps going back and forth to live record. Okay, fuck off. I'm done with it. I tried. I really tried. Bye. I am. This is the kind of fucking day it's been today. I told you, you're getting bad, angry fucking Brandon today. And I don't want to deal with this shit that, you know, honestly, yes, it's a miracle of science that we can talk to the world on our phones. It's, it's cool, whatever. But, you know, when that shit don't work and you're already having a shitty day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what the hell I needed right now. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Oh, man, I don't want to be shitty, Brandon. I don't. I don't want to be shitty, Brandon, at all. I just want to, um, you know, peace, love, and uh, and peace, love, what, what, rock and roll. That's Yeah, that's it, man. <sighs> Had a good feedback uh, from the last podcast that I did with Brian McCarty from the Trash Brats. Mm-hmm. If you hear me pause and you hear a little bit of a slurp, not a big slurp, because I can't take that. Even I'll piss myself off if I hear myself slurping. But I had some good feedback from the last podcast. Thank you guys for listening. You know, when I was doing these things weekly, sometimes more than weekly, uh, we were drawn like a a lot of people were listening. Like it was in the four figures. I'll just say that much. A low four figures. I'm not going to lie to you, but. Uh, since we started doing them like once a month, of course, those numbers have gone down. But again, uh, this is therapy for me. This is an outlet. It's not really uh, something I'm doing for money. Let me try this up here now. God, I'm not going to put a title in it. I don't give a shit. Let's see if it's doing what it was. Nope, same thing. I don't get it. The fucking router's right there. It makes no sense. It makes zero fucking sense that this is not working. Am I on the right internet? Trash that for the third time. This makes it, I can't do live feeds anymore on my, on my shit. That sucks because that's something I was going to do a lot more of. Oh, man. This is like, what? Like, I hate the 4th of July, okay? Maybe I'm just this bad juju that I'm giving off and it's ruining my technology. The uh, software that I record this on apparently is working fine. Thank you. Oh, why? I don't get it. Am I on the right internet? Yes. 
Let me take it off the inner. It, it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. I've done this a thousand times, whether it's Zoom or Skype or all these different things I have to do or Facebook Live. I've, I've done these a thousand times. So why now, all of a sudden, is my shit just saying F you, buddy? It just doesn't make any sense. I'm going to give it one last try, and then that's it, man. I mean, I'm serious. I, I hate it. I hate doing this whole thing. I really, really do. I hate it. Not in the mood. I don't hate it. Like I said, it's still a miracle of science that we can even do these things, but it shouldn't be that it's that close to my computer. I mean, the router is literally four or five inches away, and it's the best router that they got. So, I mean, what what am I doing wrong here? Hey, it's connected. I just turned the thing off and then I turned it back on and now it's working. Now I don't have to be grumpy Brandon anymore. Anyways, I didn't put a title on this thing on Facebook Live if you're watching. It's this is my this is where I do my podcast, okay? I do it from the office. I'm doing it amid, amidst all my mixed tile pictures in the band, little plant life. And you got uh I got to put him in the background. He's got my back. There he is. Henry Willingham III. Oh, yes. He's got my back. He's a suit of armor that I picked up at a antique mark a few months back, and I love him, Sir Willingham III. Uh, you don't mess with Brandon Bishop because I've got, I've got backup now. I've got Sir Willingham III, and he's a badass, and uh, yeah, he's got my back. And he creeps the shit out of me every time I wake up at like 3 o'clock in the morning to go into the bathroom or whatever, and... There's a suit of armor staring at me with a sword and shield. It is cool, though. It is really cool. I love that guy. I've always wanted a suit of armor. So then I saw one, and the guy was like, there you go. (laughs) So now I have a suit of armor. He's a little guy. He's about two feet shorter than me. And it's not an actual suit of armor. But it's whatever. I see somebody giving me a like here. Who is that? Who's liking me? How do I get into the chat thing? I forgot already. Tag friends, share to group it. No, I don't want to chat. I don't want to put anything out there. I just want to see who's. I don't know how to work this thing anymore. Did it change? First, I couldn't get it to work. And now I'm like, uh, I don't know how to do this. I'm just touching the screen. I don't have any idea. So somebody leave me a comment real quick so I can uh, see if it's even working at this point. I have no freaking idea. Anyways. Holy crap, I've literally bullshit the first five minutes of this thing. Welcome to the Brandon Bishop podcast. I'm grumpy, angry Brandon because it is the 4th of July and I absolutely hate, hate the 4th of July. Why? Because I'll say it. You people suck. Okay. Not all of you. I mean, the ones listening to this, you're obviously not out there popping things off in the sky in residential areas and distressing cats and dogs and elderly people and people with PTSD. And you know what? There's plenty of places you can go. I remember around the house, we'd like do little uh, sparklers. Yes, they're lame as hell, whatever. But that's what I remember doing on the 4th of July was little sparklers around residential areas. And then we had this dork that we used to hang out with. It was a family friend named Larry who brought these M80s and duct taped like five of them together, threw it up in the air with a slingshot and boom. And now it seems like that's all people do. And I, I know it just stormed out here. And I was, I was like, please, 
please, please, please just storm all freaking night, please. But then all these people would have stockpiles of fireworks and then they would blast them off. Like They're going to anyway. That's the worst part about it. If it was just when I was a kid, I remember just on that day, it was cool. Boom, 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 boom. Everywhere it was fun. And like I said, we had sparklers and then we'd go someplace like out into this massive park or like wherever they had the big fireworks display. I think there's a couple of them here in Colorado, uh, Colorado Springs. And, and I just, we'd go there and that's where you saw the big ones. But now everybody has them in their trunk of their car that they got in wherever the hell they got them from. And it's uh, insane. It's literally the big fireworks display are not no longer like in the, in the res- reserved area. Now it's everywhere. Hey, Jeff DeGeorge, how you doing? Hello, sir. Oh, man. So you guys listening to this on uh, Apple, uh, Apple Music or iTunes or Spotify or any of the places, there's like 50 different platforms we're available on now. Uh, you're going to be like, who, who the hell are you talking to? Well, I got the, the Facebook Live thing working now. Then happy 4th of July. <laughs> Fuck you, Jeff. Um, <laughs> no, I just, uh, I hate 4th of July. I do. Maybe you missed that part, Jeff. But uh, it's just not my thing, man. And here's the thing. I despise drunk people. I do. After singing and wrestling and stuff like that in bars for decades, literally decades at this point, I can't stand drunk people. I freaking hate it. And, you know, the 4th of July was at one point like a celebration of the birth of this nation. You know, we we, we gained our freedom. But now that even the word freedom is just. God, can you hear that in the background? That's like outside my window. That's like in the, the houses, like a few down, like. They got like they're shooting freaking nuclear weapons into the sky why is this fun it's not even dark out yet it's not it looks dark because i got mood lighting going on in here but it's not it's not even dark all you're doing is making popping noises at this point it's stupid so this is why i hate it and it's because i have a mentality that's just maybe not even a mentality just a a, a point of view on things that are, it's completely separate. And this goes with most things. Hey, Tori, how you doing? Um, I don't like holidays very much. I don't. Every day should be a holiday. Every day should be Thanksgiving. Every day should be Valentine's day. Every day you should celebrate being a free person who lives in this country. Um, you think you're a free person living in this country. At least we have that illusion. Every day should be that. So I don't see like picking random days to go, Oh, this is the day we're going to get drunk, eat a bunch of processed meats and uh, shoot explosives into the sky, waking up and stressing out cats, dogs, old people, people with PTSD and people with general fucking day job schedules that they have to keep. They were popping these things off at two o'clock in the morning last night and I don't sleep. So I heard it. And I'm glad I don't sleep because if I was attempting to sleep and these things were popping off, I would get, be angry. <laughs> in in my, the back of my head's like, I would go pop off some things at them, but I can't do that. I can't even say that anymore. I'm an older man. I'm a father. I'm a businessman. And I can't just go crazy because I have a life. And that's why the crazy types, man, you don't have a life. 
So that's what you're all fighting out there and arguing and hating each other for. I just recreational hate at this point because um, I can, and it's just what I do. I would, I didn't, wasn't going to do a podcast today. I was literally going to edit all night and get some pro- projects done. But if you're an artist out there, or if you're a person who really needs to concentrate on your job or your profession or your career, is it really easy to do that when there's fireworks popping off every 15 seconds outside your window? When you got the drunk people literally booming their shitty bass music outside down the residential streets. Yes, I sound like an old man. Get off my lawn. That's me now. Mm. Man. I'm to- I told you, you're gonna g- I've been really positive in the last couple episodes of the Brandon Bishop podcast, but this time you're getting grumpy, angry, Brandon Bishop, and I, I'm using you as an outlet. I'm using you as therapy. I'm using you as a uh, an excuse to blow off my steam in words. So thank you for that, and thank you for tuning in, and everybody on uh, Facebook Live, if there's anybody left. I know you're all out there getting drunk, or we're going to have some bratwurst and get drunk, and we're going to celebrate America and freedom and birthday. <laughs> That's what you sound like, just so you know. People are like, you're not a patriot, you're not this, you're... You're un-American. If you don't like it, you can move out. Now I'd rather stay here and attempt to change it. But even that kind of motivation is just like, ugh, talking to these people. And you know, it's the, the right-wing types. I, I can't, even the left-wing types. I am a man without a country. I really am. I'm a man with no land. I'm a man <laughs> on no team. I'm not religious whatsoever, so I don't have any of that. So I'm sorry, Muslims, Buddhists, Christians, Catholics, Jews. I'm sorry about all of your stuff. I don't buy into it. It's not my thing. Enjoy it. It's for you. It's not for me. I don't. Um, I'm not a political uh, political parties. I'm not a part of any of them. I'm not. I'm not a Republican for sure. I'm not a Democrat. I'm not right. I'm not left. I'm not. I'm right. I'm just not. I'm like alone in the middle. Here's everybody else, and I feel like I'm this little guy right here, like right there. And I'm just like annoyed with everybody. I'm tired of the let's cancel everything. And oh, I'm so offended. Left wing types, and I'm tired of the goddamn freedom. Don't touch my freedom, right wing types. And I'm sick of all of you. I don't like music anymore. I'm just a grumpy asshole now, and I totally admit it. Um, (laughs) This is why I stay single, too, because I don't want anybody having to deal with this on a daily basis. Are you kidding me? No, you don't want none of that. Trust me. It's it would be for the worst. And no, I don't just sit around and bitch. I save all of that for when I put this microphone in my face. and That's the only time I really bitch. Anybody on Facebook Live, you're more than welcome to ask any questions that you want about anything. It could be a side TV. It could be about 4th of July stuff, your memories from 4th of July, why you like it, why you don't like it, whatever you want to ask questions about. You can ask questions about childbirth. I've seen it done a couple times. You've, you can ask whatever you want to ask. I don't care if it's personal. I don't care if it's political. It doesn't matter to me. Just ask a question. Tori, Jeff, whoever's out there, You got there's a couple people watching that are not out drinking and driving don't do that god damn it's recreational hate and i don't know why i i wish it i didn't have to deal with this on a daily basis 
I do. I, I'm, I'm, I annoy the hell out of myself. I'm just, uh, I, I go for a drive, <laughs> just simple drive to the store, go pick up my kid, drop him off or something. And I'm like, ah, oh, son of a bitch. Like that guy drives like a fucking asshole. Like it's 35 through here. Why are you doing 50? It makes no sense to me. You're not important. What you're doing is not important. Then you go to the store and there's like five people smoking right at the entrance. Like who does that? You have no concept of respect for anybody else. Why are you smoking? And then some guy parks his car and it sits in the parking lot, booming shitty bass music. And you're like, why? Who are you trying to impress? The car costs $500. Like, what do you, do you have no definable talents, no definable characteristics? You just, your whole life is look at me. I'm booming bass music. That is it. That's all you have in fucking life. You work at fucking Carl's Jr. or something. Nothing against Carl's Jr. I'm sure you have a fine chicken sandwich that just came out. I can't have that, but I'll get to that later. But I'm just saying, man, you know, you gotta, like, respect is like just this weird thing now, you know? I don't think anybody respects anybody. I'm as respectful as I possibly can be until I cannot no longer be respectful to anybody because I'm just tired of you. And I think in the last four years, a lot of that has popped up. Everybody hates everybody. So everyone's trying to annoy everybody. Everyone's trying to get under everybody's skin and, and bring on a confrontation. Is that what, really what you want to do? Usually the people that start shit are the ones that end up unconscious. It's just, it's so stupid. And I'm just like, like I said, I'm in the middle of all this. I'm not in any religious group. I'm not in any political group. I'm not in any, I don't care about your struggle. Okay. I've got my own. That's another thing. Everyone's like, well, you don't understand. You're right. I don't understand. I don't want to fucking understand. I don't care about your struggle. Well, that's racist or that's sexist or that's. No, it's not. It's me not giving a shit about you. It's a nothingist. It's nothingist. I haven't even scratched the surface of all the shit that I have. We got a lot of mail. We're going to talk about uh, recent trip to Seattle where I got to experience van life for a couple of weeks, for a few days. Uh, we're going to talk about some other podcasts that are coming up. Uh, I got to talk about heading out in two days down to Tampa and then to uh, Baltimore for ring of honor. We're going to talk about uh, a new book that I'm writing. Uh, I already kind of scratched the surface on single life. Um, this is a bunch of different things. Uh, new shows, current state of Asai TV, and uh, just a little bit of negativity all around. I think when I made this list, I was a little more irritated than I am right now. I just filmed the documentary for OnlyFans Girls. Uh, they had a retreat here in Colorado Springs, and I, I know the person putting it on, and they called me and paid me very well to come out and film this thing, and I am um, totally blown away. Like, literally, I was not what I was expecting whatsoever. Coffee time, hang on. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> it's, um, it was a very interesting three days of my life and I did it literally, I drove for four days and I slept in a van. Let's get into that real quick. Uh, because if I keep talking about 4th of July and stupid people, then it's just going to ruin the rest of the podcast and put me in a bad mood for us. And they maybe even put you in a bad mood for us today. And that's not why I do this. I do this for entertainment purposes only. I do this for enlightenment. Maybe something I say will trigger something that you didn't think about or think about in that way and like i said ultimately this is all about therapy for me and all ultimately this is all about 
letting off some steam so I don't have to do it in day-to-day life uh, because that would be bad. Yes, I, I, I hate people on the road. I hate smokers. I hate bass music. I don't care if it's my favorite freaking song. If it's coming out of your car, I don't want to hear it in my freaking house, okay? Because that makes you an asshole. And I'm sifting right back into it, aren't I? I'm <laughs> just going right back down to the negativity train. Every pop that I hear outside. And here's the thing. if, Like I said, if it was just, this is the last thing I'm going to say about it. If it was just 4th of July and it stopped around 10 o'clock at night, you would not hear me bitch at all, man. You would not hear me bitch at all. Oh, But it's not. Fourth of July starts about two weeks before Fourth of July, and that's when the dipshits are out there. It doesn't matter what time it is. I don't care if it's three in the afternoon. Usually it's at night, though, when everyone's trying to sleep. And my cat's hiding under the bed because she's stressed the hell out. My friend Heather just said that her dog actually pissed himself out in Cincinnati because the fireworks were scaring him. Nobody thinks about that shit. All you think about is, they like loud Flashy thing, boom, yeah. That's what you are, and that's what you sound like, and that's what you look like, and you're stupid. Like I said, at noon on 4th of July, if you want to pop your shit and go fucking crazy, America, yeah. If you're doing it in a residential area, you're still an asshole, but I get it. I get it. But the two weeks before and usually about a week and a half after 4th of July, if you're still popping them off, I hope they blow off your freaking fingers. And I mean that. But even then, you're distressing the people that work in the emergency room. They got to sew your stupid fingers back on your stupid hands. Oh, see, I don't want to be this guy. (laughs) I wish I wish that I wasn't this angry all the time. But I wish more that people were respectful. I do. What do I got to do? Move to Wyoming where there's no people? Do I have to move to freaking uh, like New England where there's just no people? There's people in New England. What am I thinking here? I'm just trying to think of barren places that have no people. Idaho. I love Idaho. I was just there a couple days ago. I love Idaho. I think I'm going to move to Idaho. There's just no people there. Then again, the people that are there are usually the redneck types that are just, you know, coal rolling people with their giant trucks. And I can't, I can't stand those people either, man. I just I think I'm just at this point now where I'm I'm 47 years old. I'll be 48 here pushing fucking 50 somehow. I don't even know how that should happen. I don't feel like it. I, I look like it. Though. I'm getting there. And um, I just I'm just recreational hate everybody. And it's I don't legitimately hate anybody. But I just hate what they do. I judge people by character, action, and skills. I've said that a thousand times on this show. And that's all that I judge people on. But when your character is shit and your actions are stupid and your skills are null and void, I hate you. I just don't. You're just awful. You're gross and disrespectful and stupid. And you don't understand it. You're too stupid to even understand how stupid you are. That's how stupid you are. It makes no sense to me. Anyways, what am I bringing back ACW? Uh, prop never. <laughs> I don't want to be a wrestling promoter anymore. I don't want to be a wrestler anymore. Um, sometimes I do. I could give you a different answer on the next episode, but 
Like right now I'm thinking of like the amount of work that I put into ACW for the diminishing returns that I got in ACW and for all the drama and bullshit that I had to deal with ACW. I don't want to be a freaking wrestling promoter anymore. I don't want to deal with the boys. I don't want to deal with venues and sponsors and but like I said, next week it could be top of my mind and be like, you know what? I could do this. Yeah. So there's days I don't want to do a side TV anymore. There's days I don't want to do this freaking podcast. There's this, I'm, I'm all over the place and I do whatever I want when I want to do it. Does that make sense? Love you, Jeff. Hope you're doing all right. I know who you are, Jeff. You ain't got to put down your gimmick name. Damn, man. All right. Uh, so I just got back from Seattle. And I was thinking to myself, I was looking at, you know, scrolling through the phone, looking for a good deal on a rental car in Seattle. I was going to fly to Seattle, get the rental car, get some hotels, and then film the uh, couple episodes of the Moto Vixens show that we do on a side TV. And then I started thinking, I was adding it all up, and I'm like, damn, that's like $1,500, man. Ray, what's up, Ray? How you doing, my friend? Um... Happy 4th. Very funny. <laughs> you obviously didn't hear the rant that I just went on, on for 4th of July. Not a fan. Love the concept. Love living in this country. Very grateful. There's much worse places we could be. But just not a fan of this day because people ruin it. I'm not going to go back there. Though. I'm not going to keep restarting every time uh, somebody wishes me a happy 4th. <laughs> Anyways. Um. So I started, it was like fifteen or $1,600 for this trip. And honestly, I'm not getting paid that much. Um, oh, it's your wedding anniversary, Ray. Well, happy wedding anniversary. That's a good thing to celebrate right there. You made it through another year, man. Much better man than I, because if I was married, that shit would have been over in like three weeks. As soon as, <laughs> as, soon as they got to know the real me. They never would have married me in the beginning, but you, you're, you're a real man. And thanks for letting me get into the bar when I was underage at the Ritz of Detroit for years and years and years. Sorry. <laughs> it was, you know, I mean, I'm a good talker even back then. Um, anyways, so it was like 16, 1700 bucks. This plate for what I'm filming in Seattle, like the amount of what I'm filming and I'm not getting paid, but pennies for this show, but it's a, I like going out there. So, um, it just would have been a, a big loser on money. So I decided to rent a van and I've always been, as you know, if you listen to this whatsoever, I, the Brandon Bishop podcast, and if you've never listened to it, you can find it on iTunes, Spotify, Apple music, wherever the hell you find popular. I'm not saying we're popular, but all the podcasts, wherever you listen to podcasts, we're on there. So check it out. But I've mentioned many times that I've been obsessed with RV life and obsessed with van life. It just, I don't think I could do it full time. I have to have like a home base, but at the same time, I'm um, fascinated by it. I just love the fact that you can pull over on the side of the Grand Canyon and stay there for a couple of days if you park in the right regulation spots. You could go to the Yosemite Forest and stay there. It's, it's camping. I love camping. But I don't like sleeping in a tent. I hate sleeping in tents. I have like five tents and I don't think I've opened the damn things in years at this point. But I like the fact that I can put a bed in the back of this huge van. So I got this huge van from Hertz, rented it, and I found this great deal. It was like $37 a day. I'm like, whoa, that's like old school prices for rented cars. So I rented it out for five days and uh, threw my son's mattress in the back, which fit perfectly. And... Uh, 
a little cooler back there, all the stuff that I would need for four days, a bunch of snacks, all these different clothes, all my camera equipment. Then I just drove 20 straight hours because I had to get to uh, Olympia, Washington, not Seattle. But And there's my cat, of course, every time she hears my voice. And I'm not directing my voice towards her. She must have her voice be heard. Ain't that right? Yeah, shut up. Anyways, um, it's really annoying when I do voiceovers for, like, commercials and things. And I'm like, oh, I got that one. Anyways, love my cat. Had her for almost 16 years this year, November. My longest constant. Pretty cool. Good cat. Very lovable. If you know her, you love her. So there I am in a van. Uh, The first day, it wasn't fun because I had to be, I tried to rent the van a day earlier, but there was no vans available. None. Like literally the only van in the freaking universe that was available on this day was on the day I picked it up, but there was nothing earlier. So I had to struggle and drove 22 straight hours to Olympia, Washington, and literally took a one hour nap at the racetrack where the Moto Vixen show was being filmed. Got up, grabbed my camera, and then worked for 12 straight hours. So that first day, I was absolutely miserable. But um, the person I'm filming with has, like, a nice house out in the middle of nowhere and all this property. And uh, after we were done filming, I parked the van and just passed the F out. And it was wonderful. I woke up to this, like, like foggy trees up in, in Washington State and just birds and just – it was – beautiful i mean this is what i imagined this was exactly what i imagined when i told when i when i just started being obsessed with van life and doing that and i got to experience that and day one was awesome and then we woke up we filmed all day the next day and uh that night i left and i drove all the way down to boise seven eight hours something whatever it was and uh I stopped in Boise because my friend John Berryhill has a restaurant there called Bacon. Yes, it's called Bacon. Look it up. It's amazing. If you're everywhere, anywhere near the state of Idaho and you don't stop at Bacon, you've done Idaho wrong. So I wanted to go there and say hi and obviously get some bacon because bacon. So I did, and I fell asleep in this hotel parking lot. I don't remember the name of the hotel or anything, but maybe an hour after I fell asleep and I passed right out because I was exhausted. I hear I'm like, ah, damn it. And then I see the flashlights outside. I'm like, ah, the freaking cops are here. It wasn't the cops. It was a security guard. So I crack open the door. How can I help you? (laughs) Yeah. uh, Hotel security. And uh, you you can't park here overnight. I'm like, dude, I'm only parking here for like three hours. I'm like, all right, dude. So slowly I turned, inch by inch, step by step, to the driver's seat. Couldn't find the key. I'm like, just looking. God damn it. Like, it was in my shoe. But I'm half asleep at this point, more than half asleep. So then I drive more than half asleep, about 15 minutes to a Cracker Barrel that I found on my phone. And I know Cracker Barrel lets RVs and uh, buses and stuff stay overnight. So uh, I figured they'd have no problem letting me park my little van there. And there was no problem. And about four hours later, I woke up, uh, still exhausted. And I went to Bacon, and I was really excited. John wasn't there, unfortunately. He had something going on, and I just missed him. So, uh, But still, Bacon got the bacon and uh, got to plug their, their restaurant a little bit while I was there. Boise's really cool, man. 
I know I said earlier that um, how much I like it. I do enjoy me some Boise. On the way home, I stopped once again at all the um, movie locations for Napoleon Dynamite because I'm just a big fan. And I, I went there with my kid and um, Heather, the director for operations on Asai TV, and we just uh, we loved it. Took a bunch of pictures, took a bunch of videos and stuff, and uh, wasn't as cool the second time. Like the, the the main store that had all the Napoleon Dynamite stuff. I was going to buy a bobblehead that they had there, but that store was closed down. It doesn't exist anymore. So pretty bummed about that. But it's just a cool little town called Preston, Idaho, is where Napoleon Dynamite was filmed. And I uh, I just had to stop. It's on the way. It's like literally 10 minutes out of the way down a big, long road. And there it is. And then you go back down the big, long road. and You're right back on track uh, to go home. I don't remember what time I got home, but I remember I had to have that van back by 8 a.m., and I set my alarm, but I, uh, yeah, I, I don't know what happened with that. <laughs> I woke up at like 930 and I called Hertz. I'm like, I was supposed to have it back by eight. Don't be mad at me. I'm bringing it right now. And they're like, ah, it's cool. So Hertz was really cool. And uh, it was it was just I mean, the whole van life thing. I, like I said, it's nothing I could do full time. Um, I would have to have a home base, but it's something I could definitely do for a couple weeks at a time. And with a side TV having shows all over uh, I don't know what you said there, Jeff. Get right, sir. I'm feeling pretty right. Or does that say good night? I'm sorry, my eyes are blurry. Um, can you give me a shout out for my birth? Oh, happy birthday to you. Happy anniversary to Ray. Happy birthday to Jeffrey. Uh, longtime friends there. Ray, holy shit. I mean, early 90s, was it, at the Ritz? I mean, man, coolest person. That whole that whole crew up there was awesome. And uh, before I talk about um, getting home and all that stuff, I don't remember where I was going with that at all. I was talking about van life, but before I get back to that, I mean, the Ritz, man. I mean, geez, dude. The Ritz was so cool back in Detroit. I mean, it was, I grew up in that joint. It, it was, it, I mean, I had so many reasons to be there. My bands would play there often, uh, whether the bands I was in or the bands I was managing, quotes. Um, I just, it was like this, all my friends were there. That's just where everybody was at. So I'd go to the Ritz in Roseville on Gratiot and, uh, was it Gratiot and Nine Mile, Ray? I, something like that. Gratiot and Eleven and a Half Mile. That's what it was. Something like, anyway. Um, yeah, man, I just, you'd walk in and there was either Ray or Tiny at the door or uh, JD or Sometimes even the owner, Joe Scroy, whenever he was there, this, they'd wave me right in. Like, all I, I had a camera, you know, funny enough. All these years later, I'm running a television network. But I had a public access show back then called Detroit Live. And I talked about this with Brian McCarty last, last, last episode, and uh, we covered it a little bit. But they just waved me right in, and the bartenders would just hand me a beer, and the bands would just let me backstage, and I'd be, whether I'm filming or not, and, you know, I don't mean to come off like like a sow here, but the, God, the women just everywhere, and I had hair down to my ass, and you know I wasn't you know the chubby dude that I am today, and holy crap, the women are just everywhere. Like it was literally, you go there, you hang out with your friends, you find a woman whether you're newer or you just met her, you take her home with you, and then <laughs> then next week, and then the next week, and then the next week, it was just. And Mike Barrett, uh, he was on here a second ago. I think everyone's left, but it's, um, yeah, I mean, he remembers. It was just a blast, dude. It was so much damn fun. 
that's actually where I bumped into my daughter's mom. And that's actually, she, uh, my daughter was actually conceived at the Ritz. I know I told her that engrossed her out, but all these years later, you know, we finally connect and you know, we talk every day just about now, which is awesome. But, um, that's where it happened. <laughs> it's true. It was during the 1995 Detroit live awards, which I produced and hosted and, uh, you know, just recognizing local bands and it was fun. And, uh, just remember that's the same day my grandmother passed away as well, which is kind of weird. If you really think about it, wow, I didn't ever thought about that. I got to tell Charlotte that, that my grandmother passed away the same day she was conceived. Wow. I never put that together. That's crazy. Actually. Wow. We could make up some, you know, supernatural story about that. And I'm sure there's something there, <laughs> right? Anyways, um, van life, <laughs> like I said, not a full-time thing. I'd have to have a home base. I uh, have to have a home studio like, like this, but it's definitely something I could do. We have shows in every corner of the country. We have shows in just every corner of the country from New York to LA to Seattle, down to Florida and Phoenix and Vegas and uh, pretty soon Detroit, Georgia, Charlotte, like damn dude, like everywhere we have shows and it's great. And I love all of these people and I need to get to them more. Um, so if I had this van, this mobile studio, I could just freaking travel around and, you know, make the circuit every two weeks and come home, then grab my kid, hang out with him for two weeks. And then, you know, I have him half time as it is anyway. So I just think it'd be great. I think it'd be good for me mentally. Like I said, if I'm in the do film in the Vegas show, guess what? I'm going to go park in the edge of the Grand Canyon and wake up and see that view in the morning. Everywhere's my home. Everywhere's my backyard. Wake up in a different city every single day. Think of all the new things that we could do. I could do a show just about that and put that on the network. I watch Van City Van Life about some guy named Chrome and his dog Cruz that if you haven't watched it, by the way, don't watch it because you'll get hooked on it. And every day he posts something, some new adventure, some beautiful scenery, some, you know, upgrade to his van or something. And I watch that shit all the time. I used to watch Trenton Alley all the time. I still do, actually. Uh, when they were doing van life, though, I watch them all the time. And I, I like these shows and I just want to be a part of it. And this little taste I uh, up to Washington State and back was uh, it kind of solidified uh, my want to do this. So. I'm looking uh, very forward to purchasing a van probably rather soon and uh, decking it out with a kitchen and a bed and a bathroom and an editing station all in the back. And there it is, man. There's my home away from home, literally. Um, as soon as I got back, literally the day after I got back and returned the van, I had to... Um, I'm getting text messages. Oh, speaking of which, <laughs> that, that's really weird, actually. Um, I got hired to do this uh, OnlyFans retreat. No, I don't have an OnlyFans page. I probably should, though, because, yeah, baby. Mm -hmm. But, no, it was about, like, 60 girl models, uh, webcam, I mean, sex workers, all packed into this hotel, the Cheyenne Mountain Resort here in Colorado Springs. Uh, Nita has been a longtime friend of mine, and uh, she's awesome. And, uh, she hired me to film it and I'm like, okay, like, oh, here's my arm. Like, ow, ow, you're twisting it out. Stop it. Um, so yeah. Like, hey, Brandon, can you bring your cameras and I'll pay you a bunch of money to go film a bunch of, you know, beautiful women. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I'm not doing that. What are you crazy? What do I look like? Some kind of pervert. 
No, but I was very professional. Of course I am. I'm always professional. Yes, a few of them were just like unfreaking believable, but I was very professional. And here's the thing that I learned. Here's the thing that I can't believe. I always wondered like how much money these girls make. And they have like these clubs like top percent or top 1% or whatever it is. These girls in that top 1%, even the girls in the top 10% of OnlyFans models, their bad months are better than some people's good years. It's insane. And some of them are, I mean, they're all beautiful people, but some of them just look like you or me, like just normal people that maybe they have a gimmick or something. I interviewed a, a girl who's like started it when she was pregnant and now she wears a fake belly. And she makes like 20 grand a month on a bad month. It makes no day. I'm running a freaking television network with celebrity types on there and household names and rock stars and wrestlers and all these house, household uh, homegrown talents and everything that we have. We have over 800 hours of content on a side TV and it's only five bucks a month. And I don't make a freaking teardrop as much as these girls make. It really makes, I mean, it makes perfect sense because I don't have, you know, amazing tits and butts and vaginas and even wieners and stuff on my network. Maybe I should. I've often looked around and said, you know what? I have everything I need to make porn. <sighs> but I, it's just, you know, I can't. It's not what I'm into. It's not what I do. Maybe I'll do that when I get down the road or something. I'll totally do it. I mean, I'm not saying I'm going to show my wiener. It's not worth showing at the moment, but it's just... Man, the, the sex industry is crazy. And for people that look down on these models and these people that are involved, I have a real crystal clear feeling that it's jealousy that you can't do that and you can't make their kind of money. I'm honestly and openly jealous that I cannot. I got a freaking cat hair in my mouth. Jeez. That I cannot make that kind of money um, flopping my wiener around or showing some rock hard abs that I don't have. It's uh, it's infuriating, to be honest with you, that I put all of this work traveling all around the country and dealing with these megastars that, you know, film their shows and then sit on their asses and don't promote them. I, I just don't um, I, I get it, but I'm just like, damn, man, I got to get in on some of that money. So, I mean, we're going to put this documentary together. It's already filmed and in the can. I've got like five projects to edit before that, which I tried doing today, but I can't do it with the fireworks and all the shitty music being blasted outside and all that crap. So it blew me away though, man. It really did. This, uh, I think we're going to call the documentary only business. It'll be available on a TV first, and then we're going to shop it out to, uh, Amazon or whatever, Hulu, Netflix, depends on how good it comes out. I think it'll come out pretty good. Um, there wasn't a whole lot there and it was filmed in like a beige, like, conference rooms or event rooms at, at a hotel. You know what I'm talking about? Like that boring settings. And there's some good stuff that we got outside, but a lot of it was just boring in like beige background stuff. And I, I hate that so much. It just ruins everything. Uh, but I just got a text from one of the girls. That's what uh, the text that I just got. Uh, I put out that I need clips of all their shows and I'm hoping they don't send me a bunch of hardcore sex stuff. That's not what I meant just them talking to the camera or showing the camera gig or something. 15 second click. Hi guys. What are you doing? I'm here. You're, you know, whatever. I don't, I've already gotten some boobs and stuff. And I'm like, no, it's not, 
and I don't care about boobs. We can show boobs, but I've gotten other stuff that's just like, oh, that's not, you know, no, that's not what I wanted. To put put that away, okay? It's um, but yeah, we interviewed all the girls, and just they all have, like any other profession, any other form of entertainment, they all have great personal stories. Sometimes horrible personal stories, but they've all succeeded in this field. So if you're shitty on sex workers, then you're either jealous. Or you're like one of those super, super religious types, and then that makes you worthless in my book. Fanatical religion, radical religious types are just the worst, worst people on the planet. They really are. They think they're the best people, but you're awful. And don't shit on sex workers, especially the online ones, because literally they're using what they're born with. They're born naked. They're showing some nice stuff to some people that really want to see it. And they're making more money than you and everybody that you know combined. So shut up. Got it? All right. Look for that documentary. I think it's going to be called Only Business um, on a side TV pretty soon. And if you don't have a side TV, let me go into pitch mode real quick. A side TV. Hundreds of hours of all original uh, all original television. I got tongue-tied because we used to say all original and classic television, but I took away all the classic stuff because nobody was watching it. Um, except for Stephen Piercy from Rat, but sorry, Stephen, I'm just taking up way too much damn space. I mean, we had like 400 hours of like classic TV shows and movies, and uh, just way too much space because we got so much new stuff coming out. But uh, yeah, Side TV is only five bucks a month. Uh, come on, get the damn network already. It's five bucks a month, 17 cents a day less than that cup of coffee you got at Starbucks in this morning. Less. Than that delicious breakfast burrito I've been thinking about all damn day. Yeah, less than all that for a whole month. It's only five bucks a month. There's even a discount if you pay the year ahead of time. It's like 50 bucks a month. So you're saving like 10 bucks right off the top. There's truly something for everybody. What am I hearing? I'm hearing people outside screaming and yelling. I'm going to go back into the hating 4th of July thing because I just. It's dude, do you not realize? Here, here's the thing. Listen, people. Okay. Before you go out there and start thumping shitty, shitty music and your bass music, whatever you call it, I don't care if it's rap or electric or even my favorite song. Before you go out there and start thumping your music in your car, I want you to look around. Do you see any windows or doors? Oh, you do? Okay, great. You know who's behind those windows and doors? Other fucking people. Yes, there's other people. The, the world doesn't revolve around you. Nobody wants to hear your shitty music, Okay. So turn your shit down. If you want to hear it super freaking crazy loud, put on some headphones. <clears throat> I know. I'm the grumpy old man now. And I'm fine with that. Mm. And the same goes with uh, popping off fireworks in residential areas. On the 4th of July, before like 9.30 p.m., fine. Do what you got to do. Get it out of your system. But if you're doing that in the weeks before and the weeks after, you're an asshole. That's just about it. There's no argument. There's no argument. And some people look, God damn right, I'm an asshole. I'm celebrating my freedom. I'm not going back into that shit. Where are we? Okay, I'm heading into a, uh, it was a hurricane, now it's a tropical storm. I gotta be in Tampa in two days, Tampa, Florida, filming with Ivelisse. Now the things that we have lined up are all outdoor activities. We're supposed to go on a boat. And go swim with dolphins. And maybe see a manatee. And go scallop hunting. While snorkeling under the water. 
these are all activities that are extremely frowned upon when it's <laughs> when there's a tropical storm. I don't know what the tropical Elsie or Steve or something like that is the tropical storms and the hurricanes out there now. Uh, but they're coming. I've checked the weather and there's like 40% chance participation. So I'm not going to rule it out. We're also supposed to do something at a gator farm and all this stuff in Orlando the next day, which is, I don't even know if that's on the table anymore. So it's always fun when you bust your butt and book all these things. And, uh, the weather says, Nope, I'm still going to go because we'll get something out of it. We don't have a whole lot of shows with Eva Lee. So we've only got two in the last two years. So we kind of do one a year and it's, uh, yeah, <laughs> we got to get more stuff. She's uh, super popular. I love working with Ivelisse. Uh You may know her from recently on AEW, and uh, hopefully uh, she'll be back signed with somebody else again real soon. Super awesome person, super beautiful, great wrestler, and I love working with her. So I'm wishing the best uh, for her, and I'm wishing the best for this weather because I have no freaking idea what I'm getting into. The planes, I'm getting notifications from the airlines already. United sent me a text saying, yeah, it's a tropical storm and uh, it may affect your trips and all that stuff. And I'm not looking forward to that. I mean, honestly, tropical storm sounds kind of fun not to film in, but just to see. I've never been in a hurricane. Um, I've rocked people like a hurricane. Six, seven, eight. Okay, whatever. Ah, I just lost all my live, live stream people just from that one joke. That's... Fantastic. Hey, you people go enjoy your 4th of July, whatever. If anybody pops back on, how you doing? Oh, man. So anyways, from uh, Tampa filming with Eva Lise, I have to go to Baltimore where uh, Maria Canellis has actually uh, got me hired to film a documentary about the, the uh, Women of Honor tournament. Uh, there's, I think, 16 women that are wrestling for Ring of Honor, and um, that's cool. I really appreciate that. Maria's the best for uh, hooking me that hooking, hooking that up for me. And uh, maybe we can even squeeze out a couple segments for uh, the Bennett's TV show as well while I'm there. Oh man. <laughs> it's, it's, it's just a busy, busy, busy. Every summer, spring and fall are real busy, lots of traveling. And then I usually take the winter off to just vegetate and get caught up on editing and uh, relax. I like winter months. I don't like traveling around in the winter if I don't have to, but you know, something always comes up, but it's cool, man, because all these things, uh, they're just opportunities that I, you know, you never thought that you would get. I never thought I'd be filming Stephen Piercy from rats, uh, life story in a documentary, which is almost done. And we can release that out to, uh, a site TV here pretty soon. I never thought <clears throat> that Maria Canellis would call me, you know, and say, Hey, can you film this thing for me? And, you know, I just got off the road a few months ago with her husband with the I Love This Shit documentary, which was fine. You can find that on YouTube or on a side TV as well. I never thought that, you know, Heath, freaking formerly known as Heath Slater from WWE, would be calling me every single day. And uh, we got some stuff that we're going to be. Uh, yeah, let's talk about that, too. Um, yeah, I just never thought that uh, I, I'd have uh, all these opportunities. And I'm grateful. It just shows that we're elevating, we're building. And we're heading in the right direction. Now, all we need is for you and everybody like you to subscribe. There's no reason a side TV can't have a million subscribers. There's we're available in every home in the world that has English speaking markets and any any place that has Internet. You can get a side TV. 
uh, I have a friend in Japan and he gets a side TV. I have another friend in uh, Nepal and he can watch a side TV. So don't tell me you can't. It's five bucks a month, 17 cents a day. Get the goddamn network already. I'm sick of bitching at you. You should have done it already. If you're listening to this podcast, you definitely, definitely, definitely should have gotten a side TV by now. It's on Roku, Amazon Fire, Apple TV, and it's ASYTV.com, ASYTV.com. Don't call yourself my friend. If you don't have it, because uh, that makes you a hypocrite, because all I ask is 17 cents a day for your support. That's it. Get it. You'll love it and keep it. Don't cancel. Whenever somebody cancels, I want to punch them in the face. Don't get me wrong. It's totally you can cancel anytime you want. It's totally up to you if you don't like it or if you can't afford it, whatever. Cancel, whatever. But I still want to punch you in the face. It's just a, a knee jerk reaction like, oh, somebody canceled <laughs> right in the face. Oh, boy. Um, Heath uh, and Bennett. I just talked about both of them. Mike Bennett and uh, Heath uh, Miller. Both wrestling mega superstars got released last year. And uh, April of last year was one of the best things to ever happen to a side TV. We got Gallows and Maria and Mike Bennett and Heath and uh, all these people. So um, I hated to see them lose work, even though all of them have made the best of it. But uh, I love seeing that they have joined the Asai TV family, and that's just unbelievable, if you ask me. And every time uh, WWE starts releasing people, <laughs> I start salivating a little bit, like, oh, okay, Alistair Black is gone, huh? Okay, yeah. <sighs> Sorry, guys. I, I really hate that people are losing their jobs out there. Uh, most of them. I don't care if Braun Strowman loses his job because he'll make money being Braun Strowman, right? I'm sorry, I don't like him. I can say that, can I? I can say who I don't like. What is he going to do, find me and beat me up? Cool, lawsuit, money. He'll fund the network for the next 10 years. Thank you. Mm. This coffee's lasting me a while, man. I have far too many Starbucks mugs. I mean, I got one for just about every state and just about every city in each state. I have like 50 or 60 of these damn things now, and I don't know why. I don't need them. I don't drink out of 60 coffee cups, but every time I see one in a new state or a new city that I'm in that has one that I don't have, I have to take it home. The hell's wrong with me? I need therapy. See, I think the podcast is therapy, but I think I need real therapy. But anyway, speaking of podcast, any day now, once I can uh, get these guys down, they're very busy people, and as am I. But uh, any day now, we're going to be launching new podcasts on this very network as well, um, where I do my podcast. We're going to be launching the uh, the Heath podcast, where it's just me and him talking, and same thing with the Mike Bennett podcast. Totally different personalities, and they'll be totally different podcasts, but... Um, Looking very forward to it. I think a lot of people are going to want to chime in to see what these two people have to say on their respective podcasts. So, and then maybe, you know, maybe I could be the next uh, Conrad Thompson or something. Maybe I could be the next Brian Laster. I don't want to be that guy, but I like Conrad. He's cool. He's been on this show before, but I, I, I love the fact that I can just talk to people. I think I'm a pretty strong interview. I think I can get stories out of people. So I'm really looking forward to that. And uh, Heath and I especially have been talking for weeks and weeks and weeks about getting this thing started. I'm not going to lie. Probably should have started about two, three weeks ago, but <laughs> things keep coming up like, oh, my laptop's not here. Oh, I don't. it's whatever. He's a busy guy and I'm grateful to be, uh, I call myself a friend at this point. He's a friend and uh, we got a lot of stuff and uh, I'm really bummed though. I'm actually heading to Detroit at the end of the month and I was supposed to go down to Gatlinburg with my son 
to be next to Heath at a fan fest and get subscribers. So Heather's going to do that instead. But um, I didn't realize that my kid has to be at school on that that Monday. So I'm like, oh, son of a bitch. And there's no flights. Like, there's no flights from Gatlinburg. So we'd have to go to someplace else in Kentucky or something or Nashville, wherever, and go to a different airport late at night. And then he'd get like maybe five hours of sleep and then go to school the next day. I can't do that to him. He has a hard enough time in school. So um, especially because he hasn't been there in like, what, a year and a half at this point. He's been doing the online thing. So I'm just uh, doing the the proper responsible dad thing. And uh, I can't go. But that slack will be picked up by Heather. She's got big boobs. She'll get more subscribers than I will for sure. But I'm looking forward to doing these podcasts with Heath and Mike Bennett. And uh, yeah, man, things are picking up. I have really no reason to be grumpy, Brandon, outside of just disrespectful people. I hate disrespectful people. I hate being disrespected. I don't like people that don't even realize that they're disrespecting people with their shitty music and their fireworks and their smoking and their shitty driving and their bad attitudes and I, all those people, I, I literally wish there was an, a phone app where I could just press a button and they just disappeared and never existed. I just wish I had that kind of power. I really do. I could even see them on TV and be like, oh, that guy's an asshole. Click, gone. Totally erased from history. Is that like Thanos? Do I want to be Thanos? <laughs> I'm not a superhero movie guy, but I think that's what Thanos did, right? Just clicked his fingers and they disappear. I need to do that. Turn people into dust. Oh, why am I so negative? Oh, man, it's a celebration of America today, right? Yeah. Where's my fucking sprinklers and a Coors Light? (laughs) Everybody's left on Facebook um, Live. I don't know. I guess I'll just keep it on there just in case people want to watch this bullshit later. It's like going to be about an hour and a half. So uh, buckle up. Everyone's enjoying their 4th of July. And I don't think I have any friends. I I have thousands of friends, literally good friends, but I don't have any around here. I don't have anybody that's like, Hey, Brandon, come on over. We're having a barbecue. I haven't had anybody say that to me except for my mom in like (laughs) years because I don't have friends here in Colorado Springs or Colorado in general. Not since I got out of the wrestling business. I just don't have friends and I'm, cool with that. I, I, I'm actually more cool with that than I'm not cool with that. Because I, when I'm home, I'm editing. When I'm home, I'm doing podcasts. When I'm home, I'm actually filming things. When I'm, when I'm here, I'm just getting myself together besides recreationally hating people. But you know, I, I don't have a house because I have, I have a small apartment with, that looks really great inside. It's like a museum to everything that I've gotten to accomplish. And, uh, you can see all the pictures and stuff. It just, it's cool shit everywhere. I wish I could show you, but I can't. Um, I like being home for when I'm home and I love being on the road when I'm on the road. And sometimes when I'm on the road, I can't wait to get home. Sometimes when I'm home, like right now, I just wish I was on the road. I don't think I'm ever happy. I don't think it's ever possible to be happy. And that probably is why I have no friends (laughs) and people think I'm busy all the time. I'm not like today. If someone said, Hey, you know, you're in town. Let's hang out. I'd probably go hang out with them, but everybody thinks I'm busy 24 seven. Everybody thinks I'm, you know, some billionaire TV executive or something when it couldn't be literally further from the truth. 
I, uh, I need to get some friends around here. But then the other side of my brain's like, dude, you ain't got time for that. You don't have time for friends. You'll, you'll, you'll make friends in the grave, man. I, I don't, I, I just not that guy, man. I can't, I'm not a nine to five guy where I go to work and I come off work and I, you know, come home to my wife and kids and, uh, you know, we, we grill out back on the weekends and maybe once every three months we go to, you know, Florida for vacation and let's go buy a boat so we can have a boat. I'm just not that freaking guy. I can have a million dollars in a bank. And I don't want a boat. I just, you know, I, I, I'm just not that normal guy. I married my house, my high school sweetheart. And you know, I, 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 I wish I was at time. I wish I was that it, it's called ignorance. Ignorance is bliss, right? I wish I was ignorant to like how the world really works. And I, I just wish that I had that straightforward blinder mentality that I don't possess. It's not in me. I, I'm not that guy. I, I see things so differently than everybody else. And that's why I notice disrespect so often. That's why I call out people that are just ignorant, disrespectful assholes. I, I, I'm like a respect police. That's a, it's, it's annoying. I don't want to be that, but I am and I can't change it. So I'm just hoping it doesn't rub off on my kid. You know, my, my son who's sees me get upset at times, not never at him really, but just, you know, he sees me get annoyed and I'm, I try to hide it so much from him. And I don't know. I don't know. Something in my bloodline or something. Maybe my real dad who I've never met was a complete asshole and he just kind of sifted down to me, but I don't think I'm an asshole. I think I'm just standing up for justice and truth in the American way. Uh, <laughs> who is that? Superman? Yeah, I'm Superman without the powers or the strength or the cape or the abs or anything or flight. I'm just I'm going to go get a shirt and just with a crayon and draw an S on it for the shithead. <laughs> I don't know. Oh my goodness. I'm getting tired, man. I don't even know if I'm going to get to all this categories, man. Yeah. I'm not going to talk about being single because who gives a shit? Uh, what else are we doing here? I'm not going to talk about health stuff because who gives a shit? I will talk about this though. I've been working for the last couple of weeks and I'm literally like a couple submissions and a cover art away from being done. I'm writing a book. I've written a book for uh, all my adventures. It's called uh, Go There, Eat That, Road Stories and Recommendations. Um, I've been filming the Go There, Eat That TV show for, God, like six years now. And it's just my like 50 of the, the top places. There's been like over 100, but like 50 of the top places that we got to film and enjoy their food and learn their stories from around the country. Um, it's really it's really been uh, speaking of therapy. It's been really therapeutic to just kind of realize like, Holy crap, we did all this. And by we, I mean me and whoever the camera person we were with or whoever else we were filming with, we did all this like 50 places. And I had to like narrow it down a lot to 50. It's just really cool that this is in the database. Now this is on a side TV to watch. It, it's it, watching back all these shows and going, wow, this, this really jarred the memory bank. And uh, I had a good time. It made me want to eat my own hand because just all the amazing meals and uh, restaurants that we filmed that are just, they're all on, right there. I had to watch all of them again and then take pictures of them, screenshots and put this book together. So it's like about 200 pages. Uh, I'm just waiting on a couple submissions from uh, 
Leah Sparkle from Sparkle Nation and Heather, um, their experiences. I got, you know, a lot of the camera people's experiences and stuff like that. Uh, so that's all I'm waiting on. And then I'm going to take some cover art pictures and uh, put it out there. I'm going to try to find a publisher and man, I'm really proud of it. <laughs> I'm like really actually proud of it. It came out really well. And I hope that uh, when it's available on Amazon or wherever it's available, you guys go and buy it. It'll be my second authoretic offering. Is that a word? Authoretic? It is now. So if you don't know what that word is, it means the second book that I've uh, released after Billy Fred Whopper Goggles, which my son and I wrote together, and it's on Amazon as well. So look that up. What are we doing here? I don't want to talk about that either. I don't want to talk about. I, I don't want to talk about Asai TV. I'm going to save that for the next one. I was going to talk about the current state of Asai TV. Uh, I just briefly, it's it's okay. I'm still waiting on a few things to happen. We have to connect the website to the streaming services because right now you can do one or the other. They're not combined. That's coming up pretty soon. Our pay-per-view options are coming up pretty soon. Um, a nice live stream where you can just put it on and watch it all night is um, coming up pretty soon uh, where we can edit the programming and you know new shows like tonight at 730, blah, blah, blah. Uh, so all that's coming, and I'm uh, really excited about it. Uh, all that comes with money and time and technology, but it's coming. And uh, honestly, at that point, when we get everything together and everything's working and everything's fun, I got Mike Moore out there in Los Angeles. He's, he's working on it. He's our developer. I love that guy. Uh, but damn, once it's all up and running, I mean, this thing's a juggernaut. And once we get the, you know, more episodes of Heath house, we get the only fans documentary on there. Uh, we get the Stephen Piercy thing released finally. Uh, and then we get more episodes of the UFO show, more episodes of Good Brother, more episodes of all the homegrown talent shows like Call to Adventure, even Go There, Eat That, uh, Best Day Ever, just, uh, that Vegas show, New York Ham. We're going back to New York in uh, New York City in September. So once we get all these things and all, just all wrapped up and there, I'm thinking like in the first of the year next year, we're going to have something to really, truly advertise. We have not really, truly advertised yet at all. In the first six years of existence, we've not advertised at all. It's all been word of mouth and we're, you know, barely paying the bills, but they've been paid. Um, so it's, uh, it's, it's, you, if you build it, they will come. Well, we're about 85% built, but when we're a hundred percent, damn it, you better come. And it's, it's cool right now. It's badass right now. I love it. I look at it all the time. Like, holy shit, I created that. And yes, we did. And it's awesome. Check it out. Subscribe, <laughs> please. But it's going to get better and better and better and better. So by all means, um, look forward to all of that stuff. And I think we're going to we get I want to be in that conversation with Netflix. I want to be in that conversation with Hulu. Are we going to have that level of programming? Maybe someday. Not right now, but maybe someday. But we have our own stuff. That's just as good in my book. You could binge watch a side TV right now for a week straight and not see everything. Literally, there's a lot of stuff on there and it keeps growing and growing and growing and growing and growing. I know because I bust my ass on it every single day. So it'd be really awesome if you subscribed. And that's all I'm going to say about that for now. Uh, but now I'm going to get into some mail questions. Usually I have a little jingle, the Blue's Clues thing. Which, hang on, I'm actually going to put that in. Hang on. No, I'm not. Screw that. I don't want to stop it and find the file and put it on there. And the people that are not watching on Facebook Live as it is are just going to be like, what are you doing? So, yeah. I'll just sing it for you. Here's the mail that never fails. And I want to wag my tail. 
Bell. I don't remember the lyrics. Screw it. Okay, anyways. At the last minute here, I got... Uh, let me look on my other computer here. See if anybody else wants to partake at the last minute. Probably not, because I haven't seen any notifications. People don't like me very much, do you? You guys are sick of me. God, you want us to do your network and your podcast and buy your books and listen to your albums and buy those. And yeah, I'm providing freaking entertainment for you, okay? What the hell is I'm getting I'm getting all kinds of notifications right now, so maybe there is stuff out there that you guys want to talk about. You guys are bored as hell already. You're like, what are you doing, Brandon? We're not listening to your podcast for you to tool around on your computer. That's like the most boring possible thing you could ever do. Why are you doing this to us? Look, I'm trying to find out stuff, okay? I'm trying to see. Ooh, updates available. Remind me tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, I'm hearing big thumping bass music outside too, so that's going to put me in a much better mood. Ah, people, I don't understand you. I just don't understand you. Oh, it's just a bunch of notifications from the OnlyFans girls. But I got a notification on YouTube. What is this? Is it a good one or an ignorant one? Oh, that's a decent one. Okay. <laughs> Usually I would edit this stuff, but since I'm doing a live thing, I'm not going to edit shit. You're just going to have to deal with it. Sorry. I know it's unprofessional. I know you've already been listening for an hour, and you want me to get to these mail questions because uh, I got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. And I got actually really good ones that um, usually when I get asked for mail questions, you guys send me stuff that I've answered like 500 times. And I know you don't know that, but it, I do, so I, I can't do that. Or the questions are just really dumb. No offense. Thank you for partaking, but... Give it a little thought, just a little, just a little bit, a little bit. So uh, Bear, not my kid who I call Bear, but uh, Bear wants to know my favorite thing about being an American. You can tell the ants asked this question today on 4th of freaking July. I hate this day, man. I hate it. What's my favorite thing about being an American? Um, I don't have anything to control that against. I don't have, I've never lived in England. I've never lived in India. I've never lived in Japan. I've never lived anywhere but this country, except for a couple of years in South Korea, which was culture shock and just brutal in a lot of ways. So I don't know if there's anything. I mean, listen, we all know that this country is screwed up, but I think all countries are screwed up. So uh, we think we have a lot of freedoms that we probably don't actually have. But uh, like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm a, an island and I know a lot of you may may identify with this. I'm an island. Oh, listen to those fireworks, man. Jeez. Those are not like normal fireworks. Those are like M80s or something out there. Oh, you know, if they blow their fingers off, oh, well. Um, anyways, I'm, I'm like this little island in the middle of everything. And I just look at everything and I dislike everything. I don't like either side of the aisle. I don't like the up or the down. I'm just annoyed with people to the point where I'm just sickened by it. it i think it affects my health at this point sometimes i'm just like i can't live with people i can't live without people i you know it's i'm in a weird place man is everybody in their 40s am i going through a midlife crisis is that what it is i'm that guy though on the front porch you know with a shotgun i don't 
actually sitting on a porch with a shotgun, but I feel like him telling the kids to get off his lawn, telling people to turn their damn music down. Don't smoke in front of entrances. We've been through all this shit. Don't pop off fireworks in freaking residential areas, especially when there's a freaking, yes, it stormed all day. Oh my God. Are they shooting shotguns in the air? It's just ridiculous. And it's going to get so bad tonight. It's going to get so bad. It's starting to get dark now. It's only uh, 8, 12 in the afternoon. It's still light out here in Colorado. So it's going to get brutal tonight. No sleep. No sleep tonight. Probably t- tomorrow night either. So just forget about all that. My cat is uh, hiding. <laughs> she is freaking out. Like your dogs, your cats, your senior citizens, your, you know, like I said, people with PTSD or people with day jobs that really would like to go to sleep tonight because they do have to work in the morning. All of them. No, we don't think about them. We just want loud, flashy things. So fuck you is basically what they're saying. And you can't do nothing about it because the cops here, especially here in Colorado Spring, are just pure shit. Um, I have friends that are cops here. But have you ever tried to call one? Yeah, they don't show up. They don't. Like, I've done it every possible way. Online, on the phone. And not for fireworks, but just other things. I had a guy breaking into a car in in my parking lot. Not my car, but it was a different car. And they didn't show up. Oh, my God, it's getting bad outside. Yep. They don't care. We don't care. We got big flashing for America. Boom, pop, dirt, give me a beer. Stupid. You're stupid people, okay? Oh, boy. So what's my favorite thing about being an American? Um, Because basically you can make your own way here for the most part. Um, Successful people come from successful people. That's just it. Uh, That's the new thing in America. There was a time when you could work your ass off, start your own business, and then make your way, and then uh, do it your own hand. But um, right now... Like even with the side TV, I could bust my ass for the rest of my life and I plan on it. There's a, there's a, not a glass ceiling, but there's an iron ceiling unless I sell out to a corporate entity or something like that. So, uh, we have owners, we're not free. We're slaves to debt and interest. Uh, what else do you want? I mean, <laughs> what's my favorite thing about it being an American? I can go to a fucking store full of food and make tacos at any hour of the day. I can do that. I can drive across the country if I can afford it and just film TV shows. And I don't have to really answer to anybody as long as I stay within the laws. And that's what I like about being an American. I can basically succeed or fail at my own hands. Um, you can't do that in other places. So that's probably it there, Bear. Uh, what's the best true crime shows from Joe Jams? Um, you know what true crime show really like creeps me out is um, Homicide Hunter. It's on Investigation Discovery. Um, the reason I think I've mentioned this before on this show, the reason it creeps me out is because there's like, what, nine, eight or nine, ten seasons, something like that, and like 25 to 30 episodes per season. So you're talking about <laughs> like 300 episodes, 200 to 300 episodes of a crime show for Officer Kenda, and they're all crimes and murders that took place in Colorado Springs where I live. Like every episode has one or two like stories on there, mostly two, so you're talking like 600 like murders and like terrible crimes. It's homicide, so it's all murders. 
all within like 15 miles of where I live. It's unbelievable. Uh, that and, and most of it took place in the 70s and 80s and early 90s, like not recently, but I don't think it's slowed down that much. I mean, I hear about people getting shot up all the time and bodies being found between Denver and Pueblo. I, it's it's a fucked up place. It really is. Everyone thinks Colorado's so damn beautiful, but I've lived here long enough to see the cracks in the pavement, and it's not that beautiful. Yes, the mountains are beautiful. Yes, nature stuff and hiking and and there there's amazing things about Colorado, but um, not so much perfect place to live. Okay, this is not Vermont. Um, and I could prove it just by listening to the fireworks outside. It's just hundreds of assholes that purchased fireworks outside of state lines and brought them here and they're popping them off. Cause these are, these are full on free. I'm seeing flashes. It's not even dark yet. And these people are shooting these things off. It's stupid. Why waste your fireworks when it's still light out? Stupid. Anyways. Um, I don't even remember the question. Oh, I, I like Homicide Hunter. I like BuzzFeed True Crime and BuzzFeed uh, Supernatural. If you haven't watched those, by all means, check them out on YouTube. I think they're in their last seasons of each show. Um, Shane and Ryan are absolutely freaking great, and they have a new network, on, not network, a new YouTube site called Watcher. So if you're going to miss them on BuzzFeed, then I think they're going to go to Watcher. Okay, when will the rat show be available? It's not a show. It's a documentary, Carl. Um Soon, I'm waiting on a couple voiceovers, and that's really about it. Um, I've had this thing done uh, to my liking for about a month, and um, we keep adding edits and keep adding footage and keep adding pictures, and we keep adding uh, different little changes and take this out and put it in, and I don't mind at all. I don't mind because it is Stephen Piercy's life story, and it's not a rat thing. It's a Stephen Piercy of rat thing. Um, the rest of rat. They're doing their own thing. Bobby Blotzer is on it, though. Um, there's a lot of rock stars on this thing. Everybody from Eddie Trunk to Fred Corey to uh, just a lot of rock stars. And um, it's it's in the can, and it's just about done. So I'm looking forward to getting it to you just as much as anybody. I can't wait until this thing is done and airing because not only do I think it's going to bring in a lot of new subscribers, but uh, that means it's done. I don't have to worry about it anymore because it's a massive undertaking. I mean, honestly... You know, going out to L.A., staying in L.A., filming for a week. Dude, <laughs> we got to make some money off this thing. Um, Christy wants to know, do I still hate women? Depends on the woman, I guess. I've never said I hate women. I don't know where you're getting that from. It's just because I choose to stay single. I don't even know who this Christy is. Um, no, I don't hate women. That's stupid. I don't. I love women. I love People that are, like I said, character, action, and skill. I don't care if you're man, woman, gay, straight, black, purple, green, blue. I don't give a shit about any of that stuff. If you're cool, you have good character, your actions are honest and pure and respectful, and your skill is something that I can incorporate into what I do, then by all means, we could be best friends. I don't care about anything else, um, especially just... I don't hate women. That's that's dumb. Sorry, Christy. Coolest place that I've been to this year from JR. Um, man, that's a. There's a lot of cool places. Uh, we just got. I'm off the top of my head. Uh, like Omega Mart, the Meow Wolf in um, Las Vegas. The whole Area 15 thing that was amazing. Um, the the regular Meow Wolf we got to go back to and film. Uh, damn, dude. Uh, 
why am I blanking on this? I should have taken some notes when I wrote this down, but I didn't. We've been to so many cool places. Just being over there, like I said, Stephen Piercy's house and his office and seeing his gold records and or platinum records on the wall and just all the all the things. that I, I got to film at the Whiskey. I got to be on the stage at the Whiskey A Go-Go in L.A. I got to go eat at the Rainbow Bar and Grill. We got to do uh, you know, all the Funko Pop stuff earlier in the year, um, like Funko Headquarters. Was that last year or that this year? I think that was last year, but... Uh, Funko Hollywood, I think, yeah, that was definitely this year. I mean, we've gotten to do so many cool things. I'm going to be at, you know, Ring of Honor filmings here in a couple weeks, uh, a couple days. Um, if we get to do this snorkeling thing with swimming with dolphins, we get to do that. I mean, that's what a side TV is. You never know where the hell you're going to end up. You have a vague idea, but you don't really know until you get there. You don't know what it's going to be, uh, what, it, what I'm pointing the cameras at. Um, it's just awesomeness all around. So I, I really can't put my finger on one thing i'll probably have to say just filming at the whiskey a go-go and having the free reign of that place going to all the dressing rooms and just geeking out over everything that was probably one of the cooler things i've gotten to do in my entire life as soon as i listen to i don't listen to these back but as soon as i turn this thing off and the podcast is on i'll remember like 50 different things that we did but that's all i can think of while all this popping is going on in the background um sammy wants to know what's my favorite color of m&m's I'm going to go ahead and say the light blue, silver, and black ones that I have with the Asai TV logo on them. I'm actually looking at the uh, the little jar of them that I got in Vegas. You can There's an M&M store, and you get to make your own M&Ms for like 15 bucks or something. I don't know, and they give you a big jar of M&Ms with your logo on them or your face on them or whatever. Um, I just thought it was cool, so I made a big thing of them and said, yeah, that's yeah, cool. So those are my favorite M&Ms, Sammy. Uh, they all taste the same, though. Uh, Jim wants to know what's my favorite. Uh, what, you said, what's the best Pink Floyd album? That's that's uh, up to you, whatever one you like the best. But in my opinion, oh, I'm a big Final Cut fan. I know that's not a popular choice, but I love that album from top to bottom. It's more or less of a Roger Waters solo album. Love me some Final Cut. Animals is always going to be right up there. Um, the Wall, honestly, I mean, first song to last song. I, I'm, yes, I'm tired of the, of the hits that are on that album. Uh, they're way overplayed. They have been for 30 years, but uh, it's still a great album. I love that the whole concept of it. The movie's still my favorite movie of all time. Uh, it's, you know, metal is great. Uh, songs like Pillow of Wind and um, Fearless are just free for. Just I, I love everything Pink Floyd does, so it's really really hard to choose my favorite album but i'll just say final cut jeff wants to know what best thing about pro wrestling today and the worst thing oh that's sean actually i'm sorry um sean best thing about pro wrestling today is that there's so many job opportunities out there for everybody like even the guys like when i was wrestling the cream didn't always rise to the top it would in individual promotions, yes. But like a guy like Franco D'Angelo or, um, I, I mean, I could name 50 different people. Uh, even Martin Casaus back then, uh, those guys wouldn't, or Angel Williams. I mean, holy crap, uh, James Palmer, uh, Big John O'Malley. Uh, people like that, they didn't have as much opportunity as they have now. Now they have incredible, I mean, if, if all of these places were running and hiring people to like big contracts like they are now, or at least giving them TV time. Um, 
yeah, everyone would have gotten a job because these guys were awesome. But back then it was Independence and WWE and maybe TNA, but TNA was overloaded with talent already. WWE was impossible to get in the door to because NXT and NXT UK and, you know, all these different 205 and all this stuff didn't exist. So it's really cool that there's so many different opportunities right now. The worst thing about wrestling right now is, I mean, of course, it's just scripted promos and uh, everything's just saturated saturated and, and pro, pro, produced to death. Um, wrestling used to be a delicious filet mignon. Now it's a freaking hot dog. Uh, it's still fun to eat, but it's just not as good as it used to be uh, by any means. But, you know, I'm not the target demographic anymore. Kids are, and uh, that's cool. That's fine. But then there's other stuff. But I, just, I watch WWE because that's the jersey I wear. I'm not going to stop watching it now. I've been watching it since I was five years old, and I'm 47 now. So, yeah, that's about it. So uh, let me go to the last question. This one is from Jeff. Favorite cartoon? Okay. That depends on what decade <laughs> we're talking about. When I was a kid, I loved the Looney Tunes. I loved the Looney Tunes. Sylvester and Daffy Duck are my favorites. Um, of course, Bugs Bunny. I just I love the Looney Tunes. I still do to this day. Got a little older, and I got into like you know Garfield and Friends and the Smurfs and things like that. Got a little older, got into like uh, you know actually before that it would probably be like He Man or GI Joe or Transformers. Or uh, something like that. You know, it just depends on what age bracket. Get a little older, you start watching Beavis and Butthead and uh, Rocco's Modern Life. And uh, there was a cartoon called Stunt Dogs. I don't remember when that was. I think it was like 94-ish. Man, I love that show. I just love that. I love Stunt Dogs. I don't know why. it's. You can't even find it online. I think there's like one little YouTube clip that you can find online. Uh, get a little older, and it's all about South Park. And then you know you discover Family Guy and American Dad, and now it's Rick and Morty. And you know I'm looking forward to see what comes out next. I think they're bringing Beavis and Butthead back. And they're um, never been a big Simpsons fan. I mean, I don't hate them. I just can't commit to too many things. But uh, yeah, Rick and Morty is actually on new one tonight. That's awesome. Can't wait. I'm gonna try to listen to it and watch it amongst the uh, booming and popping tonight, which will annoy me, and I'll be grumpy Brandon again. But it is what it is. It is what it is. That's a great motto, isn't it? It is whatever it is. Let it be. Let it be. Speaking words of wisdom, let it be. I don't know. I'm not really good at ending these things. I kind of ramble on, so I'm just going to go ahead and end it because I got a little bit of a sore throat. Um, I don't know why. could be these three cups of coffee I ate today. It could be the fact that I... I ate coffee. Yes, I ate the coffee. It could be um, a lot of different things. I've been yelling a lot, but I don't want to bore you any. I know you got to get to your 4th of July partying. I know you got to get to your drinking. Just do me a favor, please. I'm begging you. I know you're not going to hear this until it's far too late, but for future holidays and future 4th of Julys, don't drink and drive because that's fucking stupid. You're an idiot if you drink and drive. Okay, I'm calling you an idiot. Don't drink and drive and come find me either because either you'll die on the way here or kill other people on the way here or I'll beat your ass when you get here for drinking and driving. It's stupid. Don't do it. Here's another thing that's going to fall on deaf ears. Um, yeah, 
Quit popping off your shitty fireworks in residential areas. Go to where the fireworks, the big one in town, go to that. I think they do something over Pikes Peak here. I might even look out my window and watch it as well. But don't. you got to stop, people. You're fucking with people's nervous systems. You're destroying pets. You're You're keeping babies awake. I've said this five times during this podcast. Nobody's listening. Knock it off. I wish everybody in the world... I think everybody in the United States should get five minutes where everybody else in the country has to watch them. Yes, that would take the rest of our lives to watch everybody. I get that. Okay, just me then. Okay, I'll be selfish about it. Don't do that. Just stop it. Stop popping off fireworks. You know, like I said, I'll give you the 4th of July from like noon all the way to 10 p.m. How about that? That's pretty fair, man. That's like what? Freaking 10 hours? You got 10 hours to explain spend <laughs> just to, to, to get rid of all your fireworks shoot them in the air yes wolf down a freaking bratwurst drink a beer have fun don't drive stay home make memories with your kids boom pop yeah ooh ah and then at the end of the night you go to where the big fireworks in town the big display is in town you go there and you watch it ooh ah yay and then you wait till next year if you're doing that shit in the weeks before it and you're doing that shit the weeks after it, you're an asshole. You're stupid. You're a stupid asshole, okay? You're a disrespectful piece of shit. Yes, I'm cussing. I'm saying negative things. I'm sorry, but sometimes you have to call out people for what they are. You're stupid. Knock it off. You're fucking with pets. You're fucking with babies. You're fucking with people with day jobs that actually have to get up the next day and go. You're fucking with senior citizens. You're fucking with me. Sick of this shit. I'm sick of you disrespectful asshole. Hey, God damn it. You don't, it's my fireworks. It's my right to shoot them off and celebrate America. That's what you sound like. That's all I got to say, man. You're not going to listen. No one's going to listen every single fucking year. I want to say this shit. But it is what it is, right? It is what it is. And with that, I will see you next time.